Surprise. Hello, friends. Um, We are here with patient, OM patient survivor, Stephen Russell, who is a 16 year, is it 16 years already coming up on 17? No, coming up on 16. Okay, coming up on 16 years, survivor of of ocular melanoma, and you live in East Coast. I know you live on the East Coast with your husband. Okay. New Jersey. Jersey. Awesome. So I'm here with Stephen. And... You guys may have heard his episode on the podcast. He did go into more detail about his story uh, in one of the earlier episodes. Like, I want to say it was one of the first 20 or so episodes that we've ever mm-hmm. done. Um, so I will make sure that in, that's in the show notes if you want to listen to more in depth about his story. But for now, Stephen, can you just tell us a little more about you, where you're from, and your journey with ocular melanoma thus far? Sure. I live in coastal New Jersey, suburban New York City, more or less. Uh, I grew up in Ohio, suburban Cleveland. I moved to New Jersey in 1980. Um, In 2008, late 2007, early 2008, I was seeing a flash of light. Thought not much of it until I went to my eye doctor in late February. And she said she sent me to a retina specialist uh, the next day. And then the following Monday, I was at Will's Eye Hospital. In Philadelphia. And fortunately for me, it's only about an hour and 15 minutes from my house to go to one of the top uh, eye hospitals in the world. Um, and then the following Thursday, I was in surgery, in plaque, plaque surgery at uh, Jefferson Hospital, Will's Eye Hospital. Um, and they said, you have melanoma. We're pretty sure. Uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I had no idea that you could get melanoma in your eye. Um, but yeah, then I was in having, you know, plaque, five days of plaque, uh, and then sent on my way. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a musician. <laughs> it's a tuba. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I am retired, officially retired as a musician, but I now freelance. I'm self-employed. I'm a licensed massage therapist. I am a yoga teacher. And since my diagnosis in 2008, I went to uh, yoga teacher training soon after that. Whether that was one of the main reasons why I decided to do that, I don't know. But uh, it was very, very soon after. And then not long after that, I went to massage school. And then I retired, (laughs) which I really wanted to do. Uh, But, you know, you don't know why you make decisions, but I can only imagine that my diagnosis did have a lot to push me in the direction of doing what I do now, which is freelance and I'm self-employed and I'm very happy. Well, I think that shows in every, oh, sorry, in every interaction (laughs) that I've ever like had with you, I feel like you are one of the happiest guys I know. So I think what you're doing as far as, you know, self-fulfillment has definitely paid off. I, I am married. I have a husband. We've been together 27 years. Um, he's very supportive. He was at the hospital every day during plaque. <laughs> no, I, that, remember again, that I don't know if everybody has such a that. crazy I, thing. I, I, I barely had to drive to mm-hmm. treatment. I went to see one of the top ocular oncologists in the world, uh, Carol Shields, an hour and 15 minutes away. And then when I was in the hospital with plaque, because I couldn't leave the room at that time, you could not leave the hospital room with the plaque. And I, mm-hmm. he was there every day. He brought me food coffee. I mean, whatever I wanted. And I, I, I was very fortunate. I, I didn't realize at the time how fortunate I was. Yeah, no, you're right. People it's... around me 
that didn't have to take a plane or didn't have to drive mm. very far to, to visit. Yeah. No, yeah, that's that, huge. That's huge. Makes um, such a big difference yeah. too in, in how you handle, um, you know, just how you handle everything with the diagnosis, with the after kind of the aftermath of plaque brachytherapy, everything that goes on with that is there's, there's so many pieces well, that you need your people. But then the, the, to meet now so many people, I've gone to the ocular melanoma fund patient retreats. I've gone to the current site. And I mean, I went to work. I took one day off one after the plaque surgery removal. <laughs> I took the following day off and then I went back to work full time after one day off. And I meet people. Oh, I took six months off. I took three months off. I didn't know. I didn't know you could. I didn't know any better. Yeah. I had, I still had the patch on my eye. I went to it and I was driving. You know, you have your eye dilated for a month. I was driving, you know, two days later and not thinking anything of it. Like, well, why not? I can see. No, I know, right? <laughs> so remind me where um, your your eye tumor was, if I'm remembering, relatively small. Um, yes, 2.7 millimeters. Yes. Uh, remarkably small for, at the time, the, the biopsy was called monosomy. Mm-hmm. There were really only disomy and monosomy, the two two genetic mutations that they tested for back back in the early days uh, and monosomy is the most dangerous one the most lethal and the fastest growing and they were remarkably i mean they were still stunned when every time i go they say wow they can't believe they caught a monosomy tumor after having symptoms for months mm-hmm. and it was only 2.7 millimeters and it was far around to the front of my eye so i had no vision loss at all that's just like, I mean, um, again, like do the, the lottery as far as um, yeah. patient outcomes go. Like, I mean, we're so glad that you're here, but also like we also wrecked. I mean, you and I both know, like there are so many patients with a similar story who have not preserved vision or, you know, have since right. developed metastatic disease. Like there's just so many complicated pieces to this journey that could have, you know, could have been part of your story, but thankfully yeah. we're not. I, I wish I had more immediate contact with other people that mm-hmm. have this, <clears throat> but I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I've been singing too much lately. <laughs> I don't it's know okay. if I would have wanted to know the danger. Mm, yeah. I it's almost I'm like that, that blindness not of not knowing was, was I, I didn't beneficial. Know for months, mm-hmm. really for, for, for months after that, that what the dangers were in this, they, they didn't, tell me i i think i'm better off yeah like what's Maybe the phrase like oblivion you know, is let's bliss just leave him. let's not we'll just tell him you're gonna be okay that's we'll the tell first him later. thing <laughs> that's the first thing that carol shields the doctor said to me she opened the i mean at will's eye hospital it's a teaching hospital you see lots of people before she comes in she came in and her first words was you know we think you're going to be okay yeah which I'm is like, such a good, a good to thing to start a doctor's visit with, right? You know, start with that as opposed to something more morbid. <laughs> like, that's a better way to start. Um, yeah. And I mean, I, I think I think you would agree to this too, but I think that, you know, your your belief and your, maybe the belief that was put on you too, plays, plays a huge role in how you managed and navigated this disease uh, for the last 16 years. Like, just as far as having that level of hope and having that belief in, in the possibility of the future or of a future, um, you know, it's that placebo effect. We could argue that, you know, maybe, maybe you could yeah. have been higher, higher risk and there could have been something, but, but for whatever reason, like that belief in being okay 
I, I guess I'm just one of those people that I think, I think the belief is, is a big piece. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th- thinking that you're going to be okay is yeah. significant. Yes. Like the science of positive psychology. Can we prove it in OM? Please somebody prove it. Yeah. Um, well, that's why I like to comment when, when, on the, on the Facebook groups, when people mm-hmm. say new, newly diagnosed people or people have not yet gone through what, what's it like? Um, I, I always say, Hey, I'm 16, 2008. And that gives people, that makes people feel good. I think, wow, there are people on this, yeah. this Facebook group that have been here for 20, 25 years. That, that, I think you need to hear that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if like you, you hear said, anything, when if you, you hear anything about if it, if you do hear anything, right. <laughs> yes. But when you were first diagnosed and when a lot of these patients who are, you know, closer to that 20 plus years of being diagnosed, not all of them are as present on Facebook as some of the, the wonderful people that we have in the community who do something like that in the groups. And that's such a huge service. So thank you for being one of those people. And that's one reason why I like to do things like what we're doing here now, <laughs> the, 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 the fundraising campaign, to, just to yes. stay present, to stay, not, not necessarily comment and, and give advice, you know, if people ask for it, but if they say, you know, who out here is, has been here for a while, hey, me. Yeah. So yeah, just to, to keep out there. No, I love it. Well, speaking of fundraising, so let's talk a little about this Let It Grow, Let It Go campaign that you started <laughs> and that we are officially launching today on the website. Um, we're going to be circulating it on social media, of course, starting here. Um, but tell us a little more about, you know, why you've done this before. So I guess tell us how it's worked before. Yeah, um, well, uh, it's nice to have, ha- I don't have hair here. <laughs> and occasionally... I almost always have a beard of some sort, but occasionally I will let it grow. And um, I think it was about 10 years ago I did the first one of these, and I started letting it just grow in the winter for fun, it, it, you know, because it's there. And I thought, well, wait a minute, maybe I could put this to use. And that's I was involved at the time with the, the Ocular Melanoma Foundation. I had gone to their patient retreat. I said, well, do they do fundraisers? So, yeah, yes. And what, what do you think of this? I thought it was goofy. They might think it was too goofy an idea. And they said, no, no, great. So I did it. Um, it was fun. There is a video on YouTube of it getting shaved off. <laughs> and I will do that again. <laughs> um, if Well, I will do that again if the fund for shaving it off is higher on March 3rd. 2024. 2024. March 3rd was the day I was diagnosed. It was not the first day. The day I went to the eye doctor and she sent me on to the retina specialist and then he sent me to Wills. It was the day I went to Wills when Carol Shields okay. came in and said, we think you're going to be okay, but you have melanoma. He's so, like, yeah, but by the way. That's my, that's my day. <laughs> my, well, I guess All people right. call it the cancerversary. But yeah, that and so... Yeah, the, on that day, if that fund is higher, it will get shaved off. If not, if the Let It Grow is ahead, I will keep this growing until my birthday, which is in July. Yes, July 11th, right? So July 11th. So you can imagine by July 11th, <laughs> even by March 3rd, what this is going to be, let alone July 11th, I will be. I mean, you, you <laughs> estimated it's what, maybe two, three inches right now? Yeah, it's like three. Yeah, three inches. pull it out. So this has been growing. I mean, are, we, are we doing curled length or straight length? Straight length. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So just to recap, what we're doing is we are starting a fundraiser on our page. It's um it's benefiting a cure insight. So the funds raised do go to a cure insight programs and to research for and actually Stephen, you can designate exactly where you want this to go. Uh, but 
we are going to be fundraising through the website. So we'll have a page that you can share and it's just, it's simple. It's just a cureinsight.org slash, and it's like a let dash it dash grow. And then like, you know, it's just dashes, but I will include that link anytime I share it. Stephen will be able to share it with his friends and family. The best way for this to get the most votes possible and the most donations gathered is for you guys to help us share it. So share it with your friends and family, get people involved. You know, it doesn't matter what kind of a donation you make, just if you want your side to win, you want him to shave it off come March 3rd, then you better be helping us share um, about this well, let it go totals, side. Will the totals be posted? The current so totals we'll, be posted? So what we're going to so have to can... do, yes, we will have to, we'll have to do a couple like every week or, you know, every couple of weeks. Um, we'll probably do, prob- uh, let's do a weekly update. We'll do a weekly update on this just to show, okay, where are we at um, so that people can know. And then as we get closer to the end for that final week, I think we'll do a daily update. Um, so we will make sure that that gets updated and you guys can see, you know, which side is winning, so to speak. But the goal of this is to raise as much as we can in good fun of letting Steven grow his beard as long as he can until July 11th. Or are we going to vote for him to shave it completely off live on March 3rd? Uh, so we hope you guys will join in this. He recorded some really fun videos that I'm also going to share, uh, on social media that he's, like he said, he's a musician. And, um, these are my, my three-year-old or my four-year-old thought these videos were the best thing ever. She's like, play it again, mom. <laughs> um, so I will have to make more, more, more seasonally appropriate ones. Yes. As, yeah, as I know. We were, didn't we talk about potentially doing frozen maybe in January? So we'll have to see. Um, <laughs> yeah. but if you guys have any questions, please let us know. But Stephen, we're so glad you guys you are doing this, and uh, kudos to your husband for letting you do this yeah. for as long <laughs> as it may take. Uh, and let's just get the votes in, um, get that circulating and sharing. So everybody who's listening, share this video and vote. Let it go or let it grow. Thank you, Stephen. Um, we will see you guys next time. And I guess let's give let's uh, let's plan to give an update every. Well, we'll definitely give an update when we get to the end, but we'll give uh, just a virtual update um, and we may have you come back on maybe at the midpoint just to see where things are. Sure. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Awesome. Everybody, thanks for joining in live. If we um, missed you and you're listening to the recording, then check out the show notes for the web link and we'll see you next time. Awesome. Okay.